Welcome to Greater Faith Tabernacle Ministries, the church where the Bible comes alive. Senior Pastor Dr. Alester Johnson and the GFT family invite you to tune into this week's digital broadcast and to be blessed, transformed, and renewed through the Word of God. Let's hear what God has to say to us on today. Hey, good evening, and once again, welcome to another edition of Wednesday Night Bible Study with Greater Faith Tabernacle. I am the host minister, Pastor Lester Johnson, and truly, I am so, so thankful that you join us this, this evening to be a part of this show on tonight. Listen, our world, our city has right now some uncharted territory. It's so difficult for us here now. It's different. It's not anything right now that's known for us. It's not normal. And so we are experiencing some difficulties in how we are operating. But we yet know who's on the throne. As Roy Young just said in the song, he says that, yes, there's a God that rules heaven and earth. And believe me, he does rule heaven and earth. So call someone, text someone, inbox someone. Tell them, hey, Tune in tonight. That guy's back on the air. What's that guy's name? This guy's name is Johnson, Pastor Johnson. Hey, I truly trust and pray you had a good day today as the sun was shining here in Memphis. It was a wonderful day today, around 69 degrees or so. It really felt good outdoors, and the sun was bright and bright, shining so bright and beautiful on us on today here in Memphis. Truly, I pray whatever you are today, whatever city you're in, or country you in that you too have been blessed on today. Now listen, I brought a sermon this past Sunday entitled The Tragedy of Unbelief. The Tragedy of Unbelief. Our name of our church is Greater Faith Tabernacle, which indicates that we talk about faith a lot here. And we're not saying that other churches do not, but we are saying to you guys that we are a church that, man, it's faith in, faith out, faith around, faith up, faith down. It's faith all around. We got faith here. And so we talk about it quite often. And then the Bible tells us that faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we do our best to always give you something that deals with the word of faith. And I trust and pray that as I brought this sermon this past Sunday, the tragedy of unbelief. The word tragedy means dreadful. It means a calamity. And for us to understand something about what it means to have a tragedy in our life, right now, in so many ways, this is a tragedy in our life. It's a calamity. And in many of our friends and our loved ones, it's been more than that. It's been dreadful because we've seen death. Darling and sirs, I trust and pray this afternoon as we do our best to bring some encouragement to you, bring you also some wonderful understanding of the scriptures, that you'll be able to sit down and be able to talk to your family and not talk in a way of fear, but in a way of faith. Listen, faith always counteracts fear. If you're not careful, you'll allow, you'll allow faith to push, fear to push faith out the way. No, 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 no. Tell me, reverse that. Let's let faith push fear out the way. Isaiah writes in 41 and 10 of Isaiah, he says something about, fear not, for I am with you. Don't be afraid. And I do believe that God is with us. 
Oh, I know some of you guys are saying, well, I don't see him. I don't see him now. Oh, no, no, no. He's very, very much present. Believe me. He comes in clouds. He comes with that trouble. He comes. And so I know for a fact that he's here among us and among you tonight as well. So do your best again. Call someone who may be struggling in faith tonight. Call them and say, listen, tune in this guy tonight. Let's see what he's saying to us regarding our faith. I do believe that God wants you to trust him. I talked this morning on my Facebook Live post. I talked about dependence on God. The word dependence. And the word dependence means that there is a need to be helped and someone to help you. Down the service, that means this. It's a state of being needed and the state of somebody being able to aid you. That's our God. God is the one that is able to aid us. He can help us and will help us. As the song just finished singing, somebody said this. says, if we are willing, he will teach us. If we're willing. If we're willing. Preposition, if we're willing. I'm willing for God to teach me something. You're either going through a blessing or a lesson. And right now, I think right now for America, it is a lesson in the world. This pandemic is a lesson. It's a lesson, but I do believe at the end of it, it's going to be a blessing for many of us. It's going to bless us. I truly trust again, and I pray that this evening that you'll be able to tune in to what I'm saying to you regarding your dependence on God, depending on him, depending, what meaning what? God wants us to depend on him. Listen, God wants to feel he's needed. If he's not needed, then why is he around? So God wants to feel needed. And you ought to also be saying to yourself, I need the Lord. Years ago, there was an old Negro hymn out, and they started in a lot of prayer meetings and said, I need the oh, I need thee. Well, guess what? He still desires to be needed. If he's not needed, darling sirs, then we're in trouble. He desires to be needed. I won't talk about the anything, everything I talked about on this past Sunday regarding uh, the sermon, the tragedy of unbelief, but I would like to bring one thing out there. I think that would be a big help to many of us as we do our best to navigate through this COVID-19, this coronavirus, and understand some things that I think take place in our minds. Listen, um, one thing that Satan is after, that is your mind. It's where your soul is housed. And so because of that, he tries his best to get our mind off Jesus and our mind on everything else. Come on, let this mind be where in you that was in Christ Jesus as well. So we talked about some things regarding God not making sense. And there are many times he doesn't make sense. But more so than that, look at this. In the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter, and, and this is not necessarily going to be on the, on the screen tonight, but this is what I want you to hear tonight. In the Amplified Version, the words are, Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy or distracted about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than raiment, than clothing? Darling and sirs, he's trying to tell you and I 
take no thought for it. Now, this is emphasis, so emphasis use the word worry. But in the King James Version, the original version, the word worry is not mentioned in nowhere in the Bible. The word worry. It's in other versions, yes, but not in the original King James Version. Understand this tonight, that when we understand how God operates, God is trying to get you and I to see we should not be worrying. Listen, there are some things we can change, some things we can't. We can't change it while we're about it. Let's just do our best to just sit back and ask God, God, what are you after? And then do our best to try to also give God what he's after. What he's want? He wants more of you. Yes, he does. He wants more of you, you, and you. He wants more of you. So listen, take no thought, he says. Don't take the pressure of forethought on yourself. Don't be stressed out about so many things taking place. Listen, I know many of us have lost our income like we have known it before. But guess what? We still have to believe that he has a plan. I'm getting, I'm getting emails daily from different ones in the city who are offering food bank and those kind of things for you to come by and get something to eat, get some food for your families. So God is making a way for us. Now, don't be so selfish and so stubborn that you won't even go out and get it. Go get it. It's being made for you. God is up to something. And guess what? You're right in the middle of it. Listen, I realize this is hard to do for us not to have Stress and pressure right now. I realize that. I realize that. However, but we have to believe that we are blessed because we do have a Savior that will take care of you and I. Listen, it is not only worry, wrong to worry rather, it is infidelity. God calls infidelity. God says it's like you're cheating on me when you are worrying. You're cheating on me. I don't want you worrying. I want you to believe, depend on me. I got your back. Come on. I got your back. Listen, the word worry is an Anglo-Saxon Saxon word meaning to strangle or choke. Oh. The word means it. It's an Anglo-Saxon word which means to strangle or choke. You been, you been choked lately? What it feel like? Uh, yeah. Kick it out. We've learned some things in Bible study. However you notice what Jesus said, what did he say would choke out the word? What did he say would choke, choke the word of God for seeing out? The devil? No. He didn't say that the devil going to choke the word out. No. You know what he said? The curse of this world. That's what's going to choke the word of God out. It's our worrying. The cares of the world. Not the devil, the cares. The worrying that we bring on ourselves. Come on. Push back a minute and think. I can't change this. So let me just do my best to understand what God is after. Let me just give myself into him and say, God, you're after something. And I'm in the middle of it. So God help me. Are you hearing me? The only cure for infidelity and worry is obedience. Let's obey him tonight. Let's obey him by believing that in him all things are possible. Let's do it by saying, you know what? I do believe that God has a plan for our lives. 
G. Campbell Morgan, who was a great evangelist in the 1900s, had enjoyed success as a preacher. By the time he was 19 years old, but soon after he had doubts about his conviction, doubts about the Bible. Why? Because agnostics and scientists disturbed him. Charles Darwin and a guy named Thomas Huxley, who had called Darwin's bulldog push their thoughts on how God had nothing to do with us being here. If you're not careful, those around you who talk all this garbage about God not being in existence and God not going to help you, it'll make you worry more. Charles Darwin and Thomas Huxley were spinning out of their mouth things that were causing G. Campbell Morgan, look him up, a great revivalist, a great evangelist. They almost caused him to doubt who God was. You got to watch who you listen to. Don't tune those folks in. They will mess you up, I promise you. Do your best, my brother, my sister, to hear from God. Read the Bible. Come on. Read the Bible. Morgan soon shook off those thoughts and preached Jesus. And I promise you, you can call any name you want to call. If you call Jesus' name, something happens. Come on. Let's trust him. Let's trust him. You know, when you talk about depending on God, that means what? That you trust him. You depend on God, you trust him. What did Job say? Job said this. Though he slay me, yet would I trust in him. Though right now I'm going through. Though right now it's tough. Though right now it's rough. Though right now I don't see how I'm going to make it. I still trust him. I still believe that God can do the impossible. I believe that. The psalmist writes this in Psalms 118, I'm sorry, Psalms 18 and verse 4. I want you to hear, to hear verse 1 and 2 rather. Hear what the psalmist writes. I mean, you know, it's such a tremendous word for you and I to grab hold of. He said this, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The psalmist says, I'm going to love you, God. My love, my strength. The Lord is my rock. Look what someone says. And God, he must be your rock. Meaning what? It's, he's unmovable. Always abounding. Come on. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. Look at that word. I'm depending on God. I trust him. Look what he says. My buckler. And the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Darling, sirs, the summons trying to you and I that God got our back. He's my rock. My rock, my shield. We should not be moved. We have to believe that he has our back. Come on, my brother, my sister. Let's don't give up. Let's don't give in. Let's believe him that God can do what others say he can't do. Is there anything too hard for God? I don't think so. Come on, amen. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? No, it's not. Hey, look again as Solomon writes this in the book of Proverbs 29th chapter and verse 25. Let me show you what, what Solomon writes. 
And Solomon says this. He says, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoso put it, his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Wow. Wow. Man can bring a snare, baby. Man can trick you. Man can put you in a trap. But Solomon writes and says, but whosoever, that means whoever you are, whoso is a noun. It means no matter about what, what, what you, it's a person, place, or thing. Who puts their, whoever puts their trust in God shall be safe. Whoso, black, white, green, yellow, Hispanic, no matter what your ethnic background is, no matter what your race is, whoso put it, their trust in him will be safe. Now, darling, that's in your Bible. Now, you either believe it or you don't. But believe me, I believe his word. He's telling you now tonight, if I just trust him, he's got my back. You know, when we was kids growing up and, and we didn't know where our parents would take us and we get in the car with them and they could be driving us to the end of the, end of the cliff. We, don't, we, didn't, we didn't know. We didn't care. Why? Because they had us. Our parents kept us. Our parents, we trust our parents. Are you hearing me? I was listening to a story about this plane that was going, this, I'm sorry, this train that was on the tracks. And this night, it was a violent storm, rainstorm. And so it was nighttime, and this, this, this track, this, the people on, on this train, they're going down this track, and every day you see lightning just come through the train, and, and people were just frantic. And this one girl on the, on the train was just sitting back, singing and enjoying herself, and these people could not believe it. It's just dark. Everything is blowing. Look outside, you just see nothing but just, just a whole lot of rain coming. And so all of a sudden, one lady asked the little girl, said, baby, what, why is it that we're all upset and afraid and you are just here singing songs and having a good time? What's your secret? The girl says, my daddy is the engineer. <laughs> Guess what? She felt safe because her daddy was driving the train. Guess what? I feel safe because my daddy is driving the earth. Yes, he is. So listen, keep your faith in him and know that God has your black. Well, your black has your back, okay? Hey, God has your back. Hey, listen, my last verse for you tonight is in the book of Nahum. Nahum, the first chapter and verse 7. Well, Nahum has three chapters, but listen, on the, on the first chapter, verse 7, catch this. The Lord is good, and we know he is, right? A stronghold in a day of trouble. Guess what? And he knoweth them that trust in him. Wow. He's good. He's strong. In the day of trouble, he's around us. But he knows those that trust him. Baby, I trust him tonight. Do you trust him? I trust you trust him. I really do. I trust that you trust the Lord. Please, let's keep our faith uplifted. Let's keep our hearts turned toward him. 
let's believe that in him that all things are possible. Let's not lose our faith because of fear, what we're hearing. Okay, we can't change this. For whatever reason, God has allowed it to happen. But you and I must stand firm and stand tall and know that we got a God, we got Jesus that can fight the fight for us. You don't have to fight this fight. Sit back. I'm not telling you that this is time God wants to get together. I'm not saying all that. I'm saying it's time God wants us to get, he's trying to get our attention. I believe that. That we'll sit back and we'll think about that he's the one that can do all things. He wants us to depend on him. Again, I say to you, if he doesn't feel like he's needed, then he feels like he's no use to anybody. He wants to be needed. I need him. I trust you do too. Let's pray. Dear God, our Father, again tonight, God, as always, we strive to do our best to look to you, our peace, our strength, our joy. In you, God, all things are possible. And Father, with you, God, we believe that we can do, God, the impossible. And now, God, we ask tonight that you, God, undergird us, God, as to do our best to always seek you, to believe in you, God, that in you, God, we have the victory. God, tonight, I pray for that woman, God, tonight, who was worrying about her next meal. Pray for that man tonight, God, who's contemplating, God, what to do to find food and find money. Oh, Satan, I bind you now out of the minds of that individual who is thinking about doing something wrong and something dirty. Oh, God, I bind the enemy now. Oh, mother, pray for your son, mother. Don't fuss at him. Mother, pray for him. Oh, Father, right now, touch the young girl, God, who's having doubts about who she is. She's having doubts about what she is and what God made her. God, I pray you would touch tonight. Those tonight who are listening to me, God, they believe. They believe, God, that in you all things are possible. I pray tonight, God, for that woman tonight who's sitting in the chair. You're looking at me and you're wondering, is this thing for real? Let me tell you something. It's real. It's real. Listen, that man tonight, that your wife asks you to sit down and listen to me, and you contemplate getting up, sit yourself down. You need to know that God loves you too. The child that wants to commit suicide. Parents, you never know what your child is thinking. I encourage you to talk to your children. Do it for us. God, by faith tonight, that grandmother that is so worried about her children, save her children, God. Save them. Save her children. They want some help tonight. And God, I pray for those, God, who've lost loved ones because of this coronavirus. I pray for them, God, who are going through a grieving period, a bereavement period because, God, of the death of the loved one. I pray for them tonight. Father, undergird them. Let them feel, God, your touch, your presence. Let them realize, God, that you, God, 
have allowed this and that, Father, in the end, there's something better taking place. God has our back. And these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Wow. You can call me right now, but real quickly, you can, you, well, I say call. You can text. You can text right now. You want to text us. You can text me and ask me a question or two if you desire to. Uh, if not, then we're going to give it to you again on next week, Lord's will. We will not be holding service here on Sunday morning as we have in the past due to a recent call from the mayor's office on a conference call this morning. The mayor has declared that he is putting in, in place that he needs all churches to abide. And so I've said all along, I've been consistent. If he just asked me, I would be having church. But he came down with an order, an order to shut down. So for that reason, we'll be having a limited staff here on Sunday morning to make sure we can broadcast to you live on Sunday morning. Limited staff will be here. We want you to stay at home and watch us on TV. Watch us on Facebook, on your phone, on your computer. Watch us and know that we have truly a word from God for you on Sunday morning. This is an unprecedented time in our, in our land. I told the staff today, it's amazing. The most celebrated day or week, and weeks rather, in Christendom, we are put on pause. The most celebrated weeks in Christendom, Palm Sunday, Sunday. We have palm leaves. We'll give them out. We'll give them out, but we'll wait until we get the victory. When Jesus marched in on that donkey, they put down palm branches symbolizing victory. So we will pass our palm leaves when this is over. We got the victory. And then the next Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. The week the week we normally have Monday, Thursday, where we sit here and we really go through some things regarding our, our Savior's Last Supper. We can't do it this year. Darling and sirs, hear me good. These are unprecedented times. We need to do our best to seek our God and talk to him. And make sure you hear in our prayer. God bless you tonight. Hey, listen. I want your support. Some of you guys are still working and some of you guys are saying, you know what? I have, I have, uh, I'm on Social Security or I'm on this, I'm on that. And you have those extra dollars that you're saying, you know what? I want to invest in something. Well, guess what? There's no better place to invest in than in God's business, I promise you. And the church also needs your support. As things fall off, as they have all over our city, the church too has fallen off. Your support is needed tonight. We have three ways you can give this, this evening. You can give the cash app, 
That number would be dollar sign at GFT Ministries. Also, Giveify. Go to your, your phone. Pull up Giveify and look for Greater Faith Tabernacle. You can give that way. And then the third way you can give, you can give by going to gftministries.org. Go to the giving tab and click donate. gftministries.org. Go to the giving tab and click donate. We pray that you have been and will continue to be blessed by what you heard today. Please be sure to like and follow us on Facebook for updates and announcements and share this podcast. If you would like more information on how to join us to give or donate to our organization online or to contact us, please visit our website at gftministries.org. We would love to connect with you. So until next time, have a greater faith day.